Welcome to the Hunter's Hub, episode 170. This is your host, Fortuan, joined by co-hosts Morg. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing just absolutely peachy, bro. Oh, I should let you guys know, after uh, after my Discord finally took off, and I in, put in like 14 emotes that I made myself, and it's been super active lately, mm-hmm. I decided I was going to get myself a cake at DQ. But the funny thing about it is, <laughs> they asked me what the special occasion was, and I didn't want to say that it was for my Discord, so I was like, you know what? I'm celebrating a birthday. And they say, to who? And I'm like, uh, me. Beatrice? <laughs> and then they were like, okay, how do you spell that? And so I had to kind of commit to the bluff, and I was like, B-E-A-T-R-I-C-E, whatever. And so I got this... Lovely little cake here that says "Happy Birthday, Beatrice," and it's a beautiful green polka dotty cake. And guess who gets to eat it all by themselves? Me. It's all for me, baby. I'm a little jealous because uh, ice cream cake is a pretty great. Oh, it's an excellent snack. Uh, I guess. So, uh, uh, I'll get to this after we uh, say hello, Pan. Welcome. You're on Hi. the show too. Hi, I have a funny story about the name Beatrice. Okay, oh, go ahead. Tell. I have I have a Dairy Queen story. So, so we, no, we... no. Um, so in Nebraska, if you if you search for if you search for the t- the name, uh, we have a town whose name is spelled exactly as it is spelled on uh on uh, Morg's cake, but we don't pronounce it that way. We pronounce it Beatrice. <laughs> Beatrice. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh, man. I want to say it's the fourth biggest town in Nebraska or something like that. I forget. I wouldn't have known. That's... Yeah, yeah. Also, there's a there's an episode of Unsolved Mysteries about it, about something that happened there in, like, the 50s. And uh, Robert Stack hmm. mispronounces the town name the whole episode, and it bugs the crap out of me. Because oh he says God. Beatrice. He says Beatrice, Nebraska, but it's Beatrice. Hmm. Yeah, it's so that's like, my story. Um, there's a Lima, Ohio, even though in Peru it's Lima. But people come here and they think like, oh, Lima, Ohio. That makes sense. No, it's Lima, folks. It's Lima. Uh, we speak American here. <laughs> <laughs> we speak America. Yeah. Ever been to this so, great um, nation that begins with an apostrophe? America. Morg, Morg, that that accent works so well with your mohawk and sunglasses. Just saying. You come down and here, and a land of machine and guns and eagles. And you're literally redneck from working out in the sun. <laughs> I've been to Georgia. I know what it's like. No, I I wouldn't actually. Know. <laughs> so uh, I see that Ace is in the chat. Um, Ace will be happy to know that I have finally tried cheese curds because I did not know that this was a thing on the Dairy Queen menu. Really? Oh, oh that's awesome. Yes. Fried cheese curds. Yeah, it's a side. So, like, who goes to Dairy Queen for their meals? I mean, I do occasionally, but I... I, I okay, cool. I, I thought I was... <laughs> it is. It is the second closest fast food place to my house. 
Okay, yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. Um, it's just convenient. Uh, ooh, um, they're expensive though. They they suck things. because they're it kind is. of expensive. Yeah. Right. Their cakes well, are really I had good. a date that went fairly well, and <gasps> we didn't eat though. Um, so on the way home, <laughs> I decided I'm going to stop by. Oh my God, Morg. <laughs> I'm going to stop by Dairy Queen because my choice is in South Bloomfield, which is a town I hate because it's a speed trap. Mm. Um, a little bit of context for Ohio. There's a road called 23 that goes directly from Columbus, which is in the direct center of the state, straight down to the bottom of the state. And Chillicothe and Waverly are on that line. So it's a straight shot home and into Columbus for me. But the last town before you get into Columbus, South Bloomfield, is a speed trap, and I've not only been pulled over there twice in my years, but I also forgot to didn't forget to pay. I pumped too much uh, on gas at a gas station there than I had money for, and the guy was like threatening to call the cops on me and send me to jail. I was like, look, I haven't left yet. Technically, I haven't stolen yet. I just haven't given you the money. As a as a former gas station employee, the cops won't do shit if you leave. Really? Yeah, Just saying. I yes. I, I was, I was being a good. Oh, Aplis is in the chat. We were talking about you. Aplis. Yes. Um. Oh yeah. Um. They want to invite you on the show. Would you Blame like to Matt. be part of our show, Aplis? Please say yes. He's we would love to have you. Putting him on the spot. <laughs> putting him on. Putting him on the spot. You want yes, to say all no good to things, these all good things. sad puppy dog eyes? Would you? <laughs> Please. <laughs> I mean, it's your play, Matt Aveless. It's your art. You uh, you gave me permission to do it years That's ago. That's amazing. So, dear listeners, Aveless in the uh, Twitch chat just said that Fortwan's play, Matt, looks dope. Yeah, it's his art. <laughs> Which actually is, like, a, it's hidden single... Yeah, it's it's double double entendre, or at least hidden single lingo for... Um, yeah. I would love to be a part of your show, Borg Daddy. Please, invite me on. You couldn't ask... You couldn't ask anybody better. I, the great Aphelis, a wonderful painter, would love to be graced with the wondrous presence to bask in the glow of, well, somebody who's kind of trying to grow out a beard almost as, as impressive as Aphelis over here, or over here, depending on which which way that my camera is pointing. Wait, Aphelis. You, you are to my right, so you'd be pointing to the, your left. So I'd be pointing this way. This way. Right. Okay, good. Wait. Wait, isn't that my left? This is my left. Is this your right? So wait. I give up! I understand. I wouldn't be able to be on here if uh, if my husband wasn't wrangling the kid while I'm recording. So, long story short, I finally tried cheese curds. Meh. That's fair. You didn't like cheese curds? Well, you gotta have it. I mean, like okay. something like poutine. Morg, 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 Morg. Yes. If he's not, if he doesn't like deep fried cheese curds, there's no variation of cheese curds that's gonna sway him. There's gotta be no. something. It was like, it was like undercooked mozzarella stick in a hunk. I will what say. I, felt like. I will say. Uh, I don't know if they have Culvers where you live. No, okay. I've never seen one. Okay, what Culver's is a Culver? Is, is like. Culver's is a is a fairly expensive burger fast food burger joint, um, but 
I say expensive. I don't say overpriced because you get some like really good quality like food there. They also like make their own custard there every day and they make their own root beer there. So Ooh. I can't fault them for being kind of expensive. Anyways, if they had Culver's in your area, I'd say try the Culver's fry, uh, cheese curds. And if those don't sway you, then nothing will. Mm-hmm. But you don't have a Culver's, so it doesn't matter. Okay. That's unfortunate. I'll look out for it because I do, I do travel occasionally. So I'll look out for one. Um, that, uh, so we, uh, we've been talking about food and stuff like that. Um, uh, we intend to talk about video games from our birth years and then, um, (laughs) so we're going to be talking about games that we enjoyed in the years 1988, 1989, and 1991. I would not strictly say that there is context for my birthday cake. I would not strictly say... That those are games we enjoyed in those years because it Morg wasn't even capable of enjoying games in those years. Well, no, no, no. But you have played them retro. So, like, yes, right, yes, you're what right. Thought, yeah. what I have played them this? retrospectively. One yes. of my, one of my favorite movies is The Land Before Time. The Land Before Do- Time debuted in 1988. I didn't see it till I was two or three, obviously. But so I saw them. Oh, right. yeah. That's kind of what got me thinking. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, Back to the Future um, movies were my favorite growing up, but those came out in, like, 85, 87, and, like, 89 yeah. or something like that. Something like that, yeah. So, um, I don't have a lot. Uh, we don't have a lot for these years because, obviously, they're old games, and we don't play a lot of them and that kind of thing. But there are some there are some slammers in some of these years. Well, what I was going to say, Fortuan, this, was, this is the hot take I was saving for while we were recording. My hot take is... Uh, now, Morg gets an asterisk on this because he is but a wee, oh. he is but a wee mm-hmm. lad. I am so young, aren't I? He's but a wee Dang. boy. But uh, we were born before video games got good. Yeah, that is. We were born true. before video oh. games got good. So this, the pickings <laughs> are slim. Uh, Me? I'm 29. I'm, I'm so no. fresh baby-faced. I, I, know ex- I know exactly how old you are, Morg, because you and my husband were born in the same year. Really? Oh, you picked you picked a good vintage then. <laughs> I got champagne in my nose. Uh, <laughs> I win yet again. Oh yes. Mm. This is the morgue tries to cause people pain in their nose episode. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna get brain almost, freeze from that ice cream cake. I Ooh. almost made him spit out his ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I got to the cookie bits. Mm, they're so good. But they're so freaking um, hard to break with a spoon. So, mm. okay. so uh, specifically, we're going to talk about three years, 88, 89, and 91. Um, I do have games picked out from 90, um, but I don't know when it was born that year, so why not? <laughs> so it doesn't count. Yeah, no. Um, so uh, we'll just go up up the years. I only have two from 88. Uh, do you guys have any from 88 that you cared about? Um, I looked real hard. Uh, no. <laughs> I only I had time in order way. to be able to get the seven for 91. 
Once again, Sorry. see my hot take. Yeah, no, I get you. So, uh, I'm going to pull up some pictures. It's going to be hard to see, especially that one. Actually, you know what? No. So, if you look on the stream, I don't know if you can see it. Um, I'm going to pull this up. Advanced Dungeons oh, & yeah. Dragons I, yeah, it's Pool of Radiance. Ooh. This came out the year I was born. Also, if you notice, SSI, this is before Wizards owned Dungeons & Dragons. Um, the, uh, th this is, this is crazy because guess what guys, this is the first official D and D game ever. Really? I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. Pool of oh, Radiance so cool. uh, is a, is a cool game. I can't play much of it. I own it on GOG. It is out on GOG. Hmm. Um, I do believe Why it is Why can't you play much of it? It is very difficult to play because it is from '88. Let's 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 be very clear. Yes. Des describe to me this level of difficulty. Is it is it in the software itself? Is it the code? Uh, the controls. If you look up, it's it's just confusing. You're you're you're, you're compounding first edition D and D rules into a computer game when people hadn't learned how to make them as well at that point. Oh. Um, so TTRPGs advanced by leaps and bounds from the 1990s. I know this because I've tried to play cyberpunk. Yeah. Yeah. Rather yeah. not tried. I have played. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I've played first commentary? edition and second edition. Um, Thaco is a thing in this game. So there you go. <gasps> Try to try to figure Thaco. that out. This, yeah, Thaco Thaco is one of the reasons why uh, people think that uh, that D and D is incomprehensible. Oh, yeah. Thaco for it, people listening is the old D and D rules of what do I have to roll to hit the armor class of zero? Which, by the way, it's like golf. The lower the number, the better your armor class is. Well. It's just two hit armor class zero, and it was a chart. You had a chart to see if you hit a monster. So the, the higher was much needed in those days. So the it higher was. you roll your die, the worse your odds are. No, 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 no. no. Now it's it just got even more complicated. <laughs> no, the higher yeah. you you want to roll low. You want to roll low because no, if they can roll. You want to roll? No, high. you want to roll high. Apparently, it's an inverse. No, I'm, no, I'm it's fucking an in, confused. It's an inverse conversion. <laughs> so you say, how much do I have to roll to hit armor class zero? So, so wait, are you trying you're basically, to get it? Think of it. Think of it as armor class. Now you are still rolling with your bonuses to hit a number, right? Okay. Now take that number that you're trying to hit, and. Compare it all to the armor class of zero. Is that what that's what that means? It's an inverse conversion, and it's really complicated. And that's why people had a table instead of doing the uh, the conversion. Okay. So a thaco, like what is my thaco was was a big thing because you have to roll a seventeen to hit me. You have to roll like an eighteen to hit me. That kind of thing. But that was different per monster. Like it's so weird. It's like 
it's so much simpler since third edition third edition fixed that really well but um yeah so there you go that's why this game is a clusterfuck it's just old old dnd old computers it's just yeah there was better games that had more simplified systems that came out very soon after this um which we'll probably talk about in 91 at least from my, my perspective so there you go that's one that, notable that just reminded me if we ever do another ttrpg night uh mm-hmm. or rather another ttrpg cast uh i need to tell you guys about that time that i got killed by a cat nice i got knocked out by a fantasious magical broom in a closet no, no, mine was, well, actually, it wasn't a normal cat. It was a cyberpunk cat with, like, uh, implants and stuff. But we'll talk about that next time we do a TTRPG night. Yeah, mine was just All literally right, a Fantasia broom. The... It just knocked the shit out of me. I was like, what? What's going on? And then somebody decided, hey, let's throw a lamp in there. Maybe it'll catch fire. No, I caught fire. <laughs> so this is conscious tiefling bars. This is the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Xenon is an old arcade style uh, top down um, bullet hell. Okay, now, this is... it made me it made me think of uh, that Kirsten Dunst movie that they used to spam on the Disney Channel. Mm. I don't even know what you're talking about. Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century. It was this like made for TV Disney Channel movie that starred Kirsten Dunst when she was like 13. Interesting. I almost heard Xena, huh. Warrior Princess, but. That's a totally different it's close. person. Yeah. I was not allowed to watch mm-hmm. that show. I wonder why. Uh, my parents watched it, so I have seen it. I've seen it. They also watched Stargate and Hercules when I was a kid. And and that's when I developed a very, very, yeah, very Yeah, but your parents crush. are nerds. This is true. This is true. My dad is a nerd, and as well as my mom. And they... Played D and D in my my uh, grandmother's basement and had a smoke machine and everything. So now that is awesome. I like it. We had a smoke Ble- machine up. We had a smoke machine in our basement for D and D nights until uh, one of my husband's fraternity bros broke it. Uh, believe it or not, they are terrible. I am a play. smoke machine. Absolutely terrible. Old timey D and D players are, but that's that's a story for TTRPG night. Yeah, no. So Xenon, I'm, I played can, this as a kid. It was on my computer. It is a bullet hell. Uh, it is better. It's actually an adventure one. So you actually had to progress through levels and stuff. Like a lot of these do. But it had boss fights and everything. And as a kid, this blew my mind. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know where you can get this, period. I don't know if this is Abandonware or what. But yeah, Xenon was a game that I did play. Cool. And that came out the year I was born. That is it. That is all I have for 88. Um, Unless you have something, Morg, that we're done with 88. Yeah, (laughs) that's really all I got. I'm sorry. (laughs) As in, I got No, that's fine. 88 88 was a dry year. So, I have four. For 89? From... For 89. Good finds, I hope. Yeah. Excited. Um. In 1988, there was also Ultima 5. Yes, Ultima series was alive and well. Yes, uh, I never yeah, Ultima, played them. 
Yeah, I never yeah. did either, but I I do I watched this uh like one retrospective on the Ultima series and I I really respect what they did for uh PC uh R- western RPGs. Mhm. But good lord, can they I never go that back ho- and play them? No, they started that whole party management thing where you had everyone on the one side of the screen and you had the viewing window on the other, which I the beholder I think did just as well. Um, I've mentioned um, him before, uh, but uh, this YouTuber named Spoonie, who's he's no longer active, but he has a really good Ultima retrospective if you'd ever be interested in watching it or putting it on while you're busy. I probably will watch it. I mean, I watched the two and a half hour Monster Hunter 2 retrospective. So, yeah, I, I'll probably find time to watch it. Um, so the first one I have is Blockout. Now, Blockout is Tetris, but 3D. (laughs) So you are at a first-person perspective looking down a hall, and you have to fit all the blocks, and, like, like you're throwing them down a pit. Like, square, it's got, like, tunnel vision, like, everything going in. You shove in the blocks, you can put them in and stuff different shapes coming in just like tetris however they are 3d so the blocks will come forwards you can move them in all six axes and rotate them spin them whatever to get them to fit and it's literally just tetris in 3d i'm gonna have to check to see when the that's virtual fascinating boy came because out and take a look that's fascinating uh because tetris came out that same year which i'm sure you're about to mention hmm. yes that is also on this list yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was saying uh, earlier before we recorded, '89 was a good year for puzzle games. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think I've ever heard of Blockout. Did, did does Blockout have any like modern sort of descendants? I'm doing air quotes, uh, listeners. Uh, descendants yeah. or sort of uh, games that influenced in the in the modern era, like Tetris did. I haven't seen any myself. Because I feel like they could be really interesting with like modern games it could be probably but i think tetris was so simple and fun that it just won out and this died also <laughs> tetris is included with game boys yeah yes. like every game and boy came with a NES. copy of it and that's that's why i didn't know that mm-hmm. but i i knew that every uh-huh. game boy uh came with a copy of tetris and that's why fucking everybody had one Right. Um, yeah, let's Poor see Beatrice works. is melting. I don't even know what to do with her. Ugh, I cannot consume all of this. I mean, I've eaten like a good uh, portion of it. Uh, I have some rude gravy. jokes about what you can do. I have some rude jokes about what you can do. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you, you take the lady out. Spooning? Well, no, that's that's step one. Um, I'm sk- I was skipping straight to like eating her. Oh. Well, I'm mm. doing my best to try and eat it out, but, I mean, you know, there's so much. <laughs> Good God. And it's it's just, like, literally just melting. You might want to tag in someone else. <laughs> yeah, I need to tag somebody else in, because, oh my God. Oh, I'm Are getting making full. making a mess? She's <laughs> getting all over my clothes. Oh my God. Oh, just dripping. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Poor Twilight's like he's going to melt into his chair. <laughs> 
She's like, no, I can't deal with all these oral jokes. I mean, what? where else would these jokes come from? I mean, they have to come um, from my mouth. So, from Russia, with fun, Tetris... Fire away! Oh boy! Um, so Tetris, <laughs> so Tetris, uh, the 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 granddaddy of all puzzle games. Yeah. The the relentless building block video puzzle is the is the tagline above here. Boy. So have yeah, we uh, all played some Tetris? <laughs> yeah, like so. I sometimes scoff at the thing where like, oh no, we all played that, but like. There, there are a few games that literally everyone has played, I hope. True. Tetris should definitely be also one of them. With your, it's still um, being played. Tetris is one of them. Competitively. Oh, yeah. Also, so you know, if you have Nintendo Online with your Switch, you do have access to Tetris 99. Yes. Yeah, that that was a plug I was going to do. Good job. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, I have Tetris a... Tetris Battle a, Royale. I have a funny story about Tetris. Yeah. Oh, boy. It's, it's tangential. It's tangentially related to Tetris. Okay. So picture it. Two thousand nine. Oh, I, I was a, I was a, I was a young I was a young lass. Uh, moved out to college. Independent of my independent of my family, and you know what? I was gonna go out and try to meet some boys. So I got oh. on ye old dating websites. And I started chatting with this with this fair haired young fellow. I thought he was pretty cute, and you know we we were, we were were chatting, and then this other fellow, you know, I thought I thought you know he looks pretty jacked, and he's into guitars and stuff, so I'll talk to him too. So I was talking to these two guys at once. I didn't pay attention Aww. to their profiles because, to be honest, I was a young lass on a dating website, and boys were a dime a dozen. But then the fair haired mm-hmm. young lad. Stop paying attention to me because he was so busy trying to be competitive at Facebook Tetris. And I would go to message him and he'd be like, can't talk, playing Tetris. <laughs> and I'd be like, well, screw oh. this guy. Yeah. I'll go talk to the other guy. The one who's he... into guitars and stuff. I know what's happening. <laughs> Anyways, turns out a uh, young guitar fellow and fair haired lad were college roommates. And they were playing against each mm. other, weren't they? No. Yes and no, actually. Um, they had started a competition ah! of who could get the most uh, gals to talk to them on the dating website. Anyways, a uh, blonde guy lost on, out on his chance to go on a date with me, so I invited the uh, the rather well-built into the well-built young man who was into guitars out to go to a blues uh, a local blues show. Cool. TLDR. That's Steve. Oh, hmm. Steve. And the blonde guy was, uh, yeah. And then the blonde guy was his college roommate, later our roommate. <laughs> nice. That's hilarious. Yeah, but anyways, because because uh because my my uh, husband's college roommate was too into Tetris, uh, I ended up not asking him out. I I not I didn't ask uh, my husband's roommate out, and then I asked my husband out. That was nice. a sensible decision. Yeah. Which, it, it worked out because, uh, as I later got to know uh, Blonde Guy, I'm not saying his name, but as I later got to know Blonde Guy, 
we Blondie. Compatible. <gasps> mm-hmm. Well. So that's my Tetris story that I honed in on as soon as I knew that I would get to talk about Tetris. You found the perfect okay. piece that fits. I figured you would. And you got Tetris. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the pieces just happened oh, to line up. Yeah, beat RNG. Anyways, well done. You got the line piece. That's that's my Tetris story. That's Wait. my Tetris story. Ooh. Oh, I better not go any further with that joke because I could have just said, yeah, it just fell right into that crevice and I it thought, was a perfect I... fit. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm terrible. Anyways. Moving on. So. <laughs> um. Super Off-Road, uh, Ivan Iron Man Stewart Super Off-Road. You may not have known this, but you probably played some iteration of this game. Um, this is actually a really cool game, but I've been trying to find a way to replay it recently. There's actually a knockoff version on the Switch that I bought for 5 bucks. that's not great. Um, but this is a top-down racer with four racers. And um, it's actually really cool because uh, it was like... It was a go-to-you-lose game. So, like, you wouldn't know. It was like an arcade racing game where it wasn't like, hey, here's these six courses. Get the best score out of six courses. I'm pretty sure there was, like, 30 or 40 courses. And the moment you got in fourth, you were done. Oh, that's too bad. Game over. Done. However, if you continuously got first, you got to progress, 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 progress. Eventually, you'd progress again. You get to like 10 tracks, right? Then it would be a mirror courses. And then you get it through those, and you're like, okay, that's it. That's all the tracks they have. No. Then there's a new set of tracks you never saw before. So then you go really? through that again. I have never seen every track in this game, and I have been playing this since it came out. Um, no, not since it came out. It's 89. Since a year <laughs> after it came out, I was playing video games at 2. So, that this is this is a known fact in my family. I was booting up DOS and playing games like this at 2. <laughs> um, oh my god. I was... Um, so, this is a really cool game. If you guys ever have a chance, it's actually really fun and simple. Just a simple racing game where you play like a monster truck and you actually have to go up ramps and stuff and make turns. There's nitros and power-ups as you go. Uh, a lot like rock and roll racing if you played something like that. Just uh, purely from a top-down perspective versus rock and roll racing's isometric view. Um, mm. Very cool game. Uh, I like it. I'm still trying to find a way to play it. I might have a... My dad has like a backup of all these old games, so I might try to find it on my computer. But yeah. Um... So yes, Ivan uh, Iron Man Stewart's Super Off Road. Um, I never what remember name. the names of these games very well, because Dad always abbreviated the executables, so he knew what they were. So like, I never, like, I just called this Off Road. I didn't know ye, it was any of this. Ye old computer days. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, so this is the other 89 for me and there's one more for me which is the prince of persia the original oh how good is it this now that's that's a game with some uh that's a game with some modern influence yeah yes 
Um, Prince of Persia, most people know this from like Sands of Time and that kind of stuff with the newer ones. However, this started out as a 1989 single screen like puzzle game where you would have to walk, jump. You could sword fight too. It was a very complex and complicated game um, where you had to be, do stuff like draw a sword was a button, swipe was a button, block was a button. And they're oh. all different buttons. Did you have like a you freaking have to keyboard so you could hit all these hotkeys? Yeah, yeah. It, well, was, yeah, it was keyboard. Yeah, PC yeah, it was a keyboard. I just, was I just picture somebody no just mouse. like just going crazy on no, the keyboard. That here's the here's the thing. Just like Monster Hunter's animation delay, you can't do. You have to wait for the animation to finish to do the next action. Oh, okay. So. If you want to turn around and jump, you have to press the left arrow, wait for his body to turn around, and then jump. Meanwhile, the spike wall is chasing you like da 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 da. So like, very stressful game. Um, it is sounds cool. awful. Uh, there are some retros. There's some retrospectives talking about this on YouTube as well as some developer interviews of this game. Prince of Persia was a really cool game. I actually really enjoyed it. This and uh, Blackthorn were two games I played a lot as a kid as well. Um, Blackthorn's much later, though. Um, also, another interplay game slash early Blizzard. Um, but Prince of Persia was not. I can't, I can't, I can't really see who the developer is on it. But yeah, actually, at least it's better his, than Conan for name. crying out loud. Oh my god! By Jordan. Jordan Mechner is the guy. It's an Amiga game. There you go. Amiga. So, yeah, there you go. Um, anything else in 89? Nothing whatsoever. Uh, like I said, me. 89 was a great year for puzzle games because there was the other one big puzzle game. If you had to guess, I'll give either of you, I'll give both of you two a guess. And if Chet wants to guess, Without looking up on Wikipedia, what's the other biggest puzzle game that everyone has played? Uh, Scrabble? No, I know they wouldn't have had that. Mm. Not in Legend. Oh wait, no, Legend of Zelda didn't come out in '89. I don't think. Wait, puzzle game. That's an adventure. That's an adventure game. Well, also I mean, came out in '85, along with like the not, NES. Uh, quick guess. Quick guess. Uh, uh, my, uh, Sim City is my guess. Uh, well, Sim City is not really a puzzle game. Um, shit. It is if you don't know how to lay down zones. Uh, well, I mean, this is something <laughs> of a puzzle game right now. And I, oh, Twenty Q obviously is a puzzle game. Could, could it be Twenty Q? All right, all right, you both fail. Yeah, I know. Wikipedia says that 1989 was the year that Minesweeper had widespread release. Oh, that was not now, on my oh, list. My, yeah. Minesweeper? Minesweeper's, uh, and Minesweeper's ancestors like relate back to like ye old 1960s binary coding computers. Oh, okay. So, but uh, in, in 1989 is when it uh, started being widely available oh. and being put on... Uh, just uh consumer computers i mean i had it on my old 98 but yeah i had no idea that it was an 89 (laughs) there are people who legit 
What? There are people who could be listening, watching, legit, don't know who mine, what Minesweeper is because it's not been on Windows for the past two releases. Oh, yeah, you're right. That is because news it's such to an me. old game. That is news to me. I didn't know that, I didn't know that uh, Windows no longer had Minesweeper. Do they at yeah, least still have Solitaire? In. Please. No. <gasps> the fuck you, oh, is well, wrong with Microsoft and case, Windows? Uh, yeah, young whelp of young whelp listeners. Urgh. Minesweeper is a game where you have a grid of squares, and you click on those squares, uh, trying to find the mines. You don't want to click on a mine. Uh, if you click on a square with nothing in it, and it's that square is not touching a mine, then it's a blank square. And if you click on a square where your square is touching a mine, you will get a number. It could be one, two, three, four, etc. And that number reflects how many squares that you are touching a mine. I think the maximum could be nine, right? Steve, Steve, what's the maximum number? What? The maximum number is eight, sorry, yes. Because yeah. if you have an eight in the middle of a square, then every square it would touch would be nine, or eight. So, anyways, the point is to find all the mines without clicking on any of the mines. Yeah, so you have to click on Google every safe square. You can f- there you go. Yes. It's, on, it's on the stream. An example yeah. lost game. Yeah. It's brutal. Yeah. And it's really good. So and, I recommend uh, playing it. It used to come on all Windows games. You can find it if you Google it and f- probably play it for free anywhere, I'm sure. You can play it on a browser now. You can just Google it. It's there. You can play Google it on your phone. I'm you s- absolutely certain you can play it on your phone. Awesome yeah. sauce. Anyways, yeah, uh, Minesweeper is ye old puzzle game, just like Tetris. I literally googled Minesweeper, and Google has its own version. Yeah, because, uh, like I said, it's um, it's just a logic puzzle, and nobody, nobody really owns it. Right. So, like anybody, like there is a coded version of Minesweeper for Windows that is owned by Microsoft, but, like, anybody can make a Minesweeper-type game because it has existed since the fifth, since the 60s when uh, nerds first invented computers, and they're like, hey, we can we can waste time on these things instead of doing, uh, like, space race computations. And I lost mm-hmm. my first game already. <gasps> <gasps> Whoa! <laughs> See? See, yeah, Minesweeper. It's challenging. From 1989. It's you yes, hear that, I Zoomers? I was, and it was... That was a game for you. It Go was coming it. up on the stream. I was playing it. Steve <laughs> caught me. So, I actually, uh, for a very brief time, for about three months, I uh, I worked in a hotel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did I did front desk reception. And during check in hour, like the re- the hour when check in is allowed, and the hour when you must check out before we start charging you for another day. Like, those two hours, those are very, very, very busy. But mm-hmm. besides that, there's nothing is happening. You're so bored. Yeah. And I was not allowed to read books. I was not allowed to sit down. I uh, wasn't allowed to talk to my coworkers too much. But I was allowed to sit and stare at the computer screen that I had, so I played Minesweeper. A lot. Oh my god. Hmm. Minesweeper kept me sane. Minesweeper kept me sane until I found a better job. 
Nice. I, I played a lot of it over the years, just being bored, finding a different game to play. Um, I know we're skipping this year, but I had to mention the two that I picked out for this year. Stunts is a racing game slash track building game on Ooh. PC. You could build tracks, uh, stunts. You can play it on a browser now. It's actually an abandonware game. No one owns it. Um, it it's it's its IP has no longer it's no longer uh, what enforceable. I guess oh, okay. is what the deal is. It's that old. Um, so stunts, cool track builder, but the big one, Super Mario World. That was uh, that what was year 90. are we talking about? This is, this is the the year that we're we're not quote unquote oh, talking yeah. about. But I but I looked at it just real quick. We have to mention Super Mario World came out in ninety, right? Like can't just skip that. The platform. Dude, that was such a yeah. good game. I think it's actually yeah, my favorite Mario game. Uh, actually, funny story. This is my uh Father's Day present. Oh, that's so that's cool. Adorable. That is actually really awesome. Um, In the same style. That yeah. reminds me that reminds me of a thing that my husband tells me that the kids these days are into. Oh. So what with my husband being a teacher, um, he is aware yeah. of what the kids are doing when they're ignoring school. Porn, uh -huh. obviously. Well, every kid... Uh, every, yeah, every I don't want to think about kids and bringing porn, in those Stop it, stop it, more. stop it, stop it. No more, more. All right, all right, all right. Seriously, Keep going. we're serious. All right. We're serious. We're, we're, not, we're not addressing that topic. Anyways. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh so most of the kids most of the kids in his classroom or all the kids in his classroom have uh lap have computers and laptops. Mm -hmm. Uh because yeah. this is the 21st century and we are not cavemen. Yeah. So, you know what the kids these days are playing when they think the teacher isn't looking? I don't know. They're I'm... playing they're pl this is going to hurt you, Fortwan. Uh oh. They're playing this retro platformer game on emulator called super, super mario, mario 64 oh, oh. i remember they used to do that too are apparently the kids these days are apparently playing this retro platformer called super mario 64 on emulator when they think the teacher isn't looking how do you play 64 and not look like you're playing something. That's a difficult game. No, 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 no. These are 13-year-olds who... Their attention spans, you know, they... Okay, They think sure. they're more subtle than they are. Kids, you're not. Yeah, no. We know. I just... Now, what I did in college is I would open up Doom and play that. I played Terraria. Laptop. Yeah. Why are you so surprised, Steve? Yeah. I used yeah. to do that too Play when I was in high 60... school. I'm skipping class. WSD on Mario? Mario 64. And a trackpad. Fuck that. No. It's hard. No, I need it's hard, stick. but it's fun. These kids are no. These kids are next level. Apparently, they can do it in Wazit and a trackpad. <laughs> I used mm -hmm. to use WSD controls when I was playing Might in 64 emulators. Donkey no. Kong 64 was real tricky Never. with that WASD. Fortuan, Fortuan, this is, see, this is why I called him a wee young lad. Yeah. He's apparently, he's apparently a, a more evolved human than us. 
I was doing that 10 yeah. years Ten. ago. Actually, no, more than that. But anyways, back to Super Mario World. Yes, World. I have... Super Mario oh, World is... Uh, that game is... Out of any game that I played as a kid, as like a little kid, that game like sticks out so hard in my mind. Like all the all the tropes of being a kid and playing video games like hit me. The mm-hmm. like, you know... Rumor, like, rumors that you hear about, like, a secret thing here or there, because, like, there's so many secrets in that game. Oh, and, dude, freaking Donut World? Yeah. Yeah, the Donut and, uh, World secrets. Yeah, and, uh, like, oh, this boss is too hard. Let's go get my big brother to beat it. Of course, you're the big brother, so you don't know that. Well, you're the, on the other end of that one, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... My brother is as competent or more competent to me than me on games. Like I excel at shooters, he excels at strategy games. We're both the same at platformers. Right, like, but we're talking about we're talking about at like five and seven years old, or however far apart you two. Yeah, are. we're one a little over one year apart. We're okay, one year so, and like yeah, nine years. Okay, so you two are one year nine months. Sorry, you two are pretty close together in age. Okay, mm-hmm. so like there's a four and eight year gap between me and my brothers. Hmm. Well, I'm seeing that with my daughters, and they're two years apart. Okay. So, like, Emery will be like, Cece, I need help. Cece, I need help. And it's on Minecraft. And Yeah. By the yeah, way, no. Sonic Minecraft came out recently. So, that's the thing they're playing right now. <laughs> Interesting. It's uh, Sonic in first person. It's very weird. Ooh, that is really weird. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That does not sound fun at all. Imagine Anyways, when you're spinning um, in a ball. Just, the camera would just be like, la, 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 and you'd just get seasick. Or, yeah. no, you just, you just imagine sick. like a GPS camera. Or motion sick. No, you just imagine, just imagine a GPS camera at a fixed point in that circle uh, that sees forward. Like a roller coaster. Yeah. That's, that's how that would happens. go. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it does not sound Anyways. Fun. With without un- without starting to unpack the baggage, um, some of the uh, some of like my actual like super fond memories of uh, my big of my brothers uh, involve playing Super Mario World. The three of us were like you know they they would be one of them would be Mario and I would be Luigi. So you know of course second player is Luigi. Mm-hmm. And and other stuff. Um, or it'd be like, oh, this part's too hard for you. And then they snatch the controller away and then they would get through it and I'd be like, but I could do that part. Mm-hmm. But then I would go crying to them when I couldn't beat the boss. And mm-hmm. You totally could have. Uh, lots of lots of very fond memories with Super Mario World um, with my brothers. So yeah, absolute top tier game there. 19, yeah. Like 1990 gets a mention because of that game. Bowser yep. and his giant clown balloon. Yep. Not for stunts. Stunts is an amazing game if you ever want to play around with it. It's super old. The driving sucks. But the fact that there's a track builder in it in the 90s, like, it's pretty good. It's a pretty robust track builder. Um, I had a I had a bad habit of using what I called bullhorns, which are basically the on-ramps for highways, those curly cues. You had to drive super slow on them, and my dad hated playing my tracks. Because I all my tracks were... We have a bunch of those IRL in Lincoln. Yeah. Oh, that <laughs> reminds me. You can also do loops 
they had corkscrews. They had all sorts of crazy stunt things. So, like, they had one that was a tunnel that you could, like, purposely do a barrel roll in. And then also, they had one that was a tunnel that had cinder blocks in the middle of the bottom. So you would have to go up on the walls and dodge around. It was actually really cool. That's kick-ass. Yeah. And imagine, it was just putting like, that, imagine putting that in Gran Turismo. Yeah, I know. It's basically like any sort of like modern <clears throat> racing game as far as like driving for its time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the driving sucks now. And you could use real cars. You could use indie cars. Like they mm-hmm. had a Formula One uh, car for one of them. And they had like, you know, like, hey, here's your Ford SUV also. <laughs> like just normal cars. Um, but oh, I'm going to have to silence facebook stuff stop it my computer i gotta find that Anyways. video it was so damn funny. i do have one more plug for 1990 even though i said earlier that 1990 doesn't count right go ahead so this game uh it's 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 a pretty obscure game um by uh hang on now called or once called sierra nevada once called sierra then called sierra online and and then defunct uh, mm-hmm. They yeah. were um, those those in the know don't need me to introduce the company, but uh, Sierra was uh, the point and click adventure game. Like if if you've seen tropes about point and click adventures, where like, oh, I didn't I didn't rescue the mouse back in the second back in like chapter two, and therefore that mouse is no longer available to chew through this string to make the anvil fall to squish the coyote, so that way I can take some coyote meat to the barbecue. Yeah. That that trope is where uh, Sierra games come from. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, I, uh, you know, me at like impressionable 13 years old, my, my parents would go to garage sales all the time, and I was at this garage sale, and I see this PC game box of this uh, Crusader Knight fighting, like, a, uh, a Saracen uh, soldier out in the desert. And it looks cool as hell. And I'm like, you know King's what? King's Quest. Yeah. I, no, it's not King's Quest. It's not King's Quest. Oh, you it's think not? I, you think I'm going to say King's Quest, but I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were. No, King's Quest isn't even obscure. Really? It's mildly obscure. Only mildly. Okay. It is Sierra, no. though. It oh, is. Um, so, huh. you know, I, and I'm like, you know what? I've got a hot $5 burning a hole in my pocket. I'll spend a buck on this this uh, computer game with a cool logo, with a cool thing. I'm going to send you the Wikipedia link so that way you can make a picture on the stream for Tuan. Yeah, I was trying to, I was going to Google it when you said the title. So. Okay. Conquests of Camelot. The search for the grail. You're never going to win because you never find it. It's impossible. No, it's on Wikipedia. Oh, oh no, I'm talking about the grail. It's on GOG. Oh, it's it's there. Um, So, well, anyways, I'm like, you know what? I'll spend a dollar on this. So I spend a dollar on it, and I, you know what? To my shock and amazement, it was on floppy disk. Wow. There were four floppy disks in that box. Like the floppy floppy and disk? To my... No, no, no. Not oh. the floppy floppy disk, but the the other floppy disk. Okay. To my shock and amazement, all four floppy disks actually worked. 
Wow. Here you go, Morg. Oh, I found a screenshot for you. Boo! Yeah, that actually looks so sick. I love it. Here, wait. I should look to the other yeah, side so it, it looks like I'm so actually looking at it on, on the that? stream. No, no, no. No, no, no. Morg, this is for you. Oh, that's Fatima. Yeah. Oh. She's... She... <laughs> Anyway. She is so exquisite that I am moved by her beauty, and she is no ordinary woman. I feel a power that rivals my own. Yes. Oh, man. I, so that was game, one of the screenshots I blame it on Xena for me having crushes on very strong, dominant, and capable women. It's all their fault. Damn you. Damn you, you Xena would, You would love princess. this game. So, one, one, this game was primarily coded by a woman. Awesome. Can you mm -hmm. tell? By that screenshot. Yes. <laughs> uh, two, yeah, it was coded by two people. It was coded by a husband and wife team, but the wife did most of the coding, and the husband did the the eight bit music. Um, oh, okay. And uh, it is primarily controlled by you typing commands in. You are King Arthur, and you are looking for the Holy Grail. And in the meantime, you have to rescue four of your four of the knights of the Round Table. And you typing commands, mm -hmm. and Arthur obeys your commands and does whatever you tell him to do. And I love text holy games. Holy God, did they think of, did they think of everything, on a floppy mm -hmm. ass disc game? It it is a fantastic game, yeah. and I I dove hard into the game for like three months. I look, there's a lot of free time okay. that there's a lot of free time that a homeschooled fourteen year old has when their mom isn't paying attention to whether or not they're actually doing their homework. True. If one of the commands uh, could actually be like those. eat pillow and then the response is yuck, I will be impressed. Oh my god, please. Yes. There, oh my there god. There are similar things. There are similar things. There are similar things to that. Anyways, oh, it is it is a fantastic game. It's available on GOG. I know this because three years ago my husband bought it on GOG and the, the two of us played through some through some of it. <gasps> we have a headless and then, mm, and the in the chat. Welcome, welcome, friend. I can't say the word. It's politically incorrect. Headless, oh, headless, headless, uh, headless, uh, smidgen. Zero. Headless smidgen. Yes. There we go. Headless smidgen. Anyways, uh, Conquests of Camelot: The Search for the Grail is a fantastic game. Not that, gonna laugh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ooh. Like it was, it, it's just great. It's it's fun. I I had a, I have a very fond memories of playing it when I was like fifteen. Played it again with my husband. It was still pretty fun, even though the UI did not age well. Right. I was I was pretty devastated when uh, when my floppy disks died in a fire. Literally. Mm hmm. That's unfortunate. Oh my goodness. Lost but I don't not forgotten. You're talking about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, they they one of the discs survived the fire, but then that one surviving disc did not survive the subsequent tornado. Wait a minute. Ah, mm. oh, man, your yes. games your games took a beating. Yeah, that's, that's why fine. I love cloud. That's why I love cloud services. <laughs> yeah, no, no, this, no doubt. That exact thing is why I love cloud services, man. So, Conquest of Camelot, Search for the Grail. Fantastic game from 1990. You can find it on GOG. I think I spent five bucks on it four years ago. Hmm. 
four. Awesome. Oh, man. It might even be on sale right now, which we will get to later. I hope it's free. Yep. That'd be even awesomer. You, you there can... are some free games. One of oh. the Ultima games is free. You can find it for free if you do some digging on the internet. But it's a lot mm, less straightforward imagine. than spending five bucks on GOG. I... Yeah, I suppose you're right. If, yeah. if, if the price of a game is less than I would spend on Impulse at a gas station then I don't I don't really blink at trying to find it like for download because like if I download something shady right. on my computer like I could have spent more at the gas station buying a coke and two candy bars true <sighs> and I know because they make you spend that five dollars because they don't <laughs> want to swipe your card unless it's five dollars or more stupid gas stations wow yep. that's pretty brutal Yes, I'll spend like a buck ninety nine, and I'll put it on my card. I just wanted a Mountain Dew. I want Dew. those gold points, baby. Okay, so we're moving off to Morg's birth year, and the last one we're talking about, ninety one. Oh, this is a damn. hard hitter here. No one oh. played it, but they know this guy, Duke Nukem. Oh uh, yeah. The original <laughs> Duke Nukem game released in 91 and this is not the Duke Nukem that we know and love today. No. This is the side-scrolling Duke Nukem who lived in ruined LA and was fighting off the alien invasion. Just uh just as a plug during the uh Gog Summer Sale, Conquest of Camelot is tree fitty. Ooh, nice. Trifidic. I love that. Oh, that goddamn Loch Ness monster. But back to Duke Nukem. Yeah. So Duke Nukem is a game I played a long time ago. I have Duke Nukem 1, 2, and 3. I have them on Steam. They are available on Steam. I don't know if they're on sale. Um, I haven't seen them on GOG. What? Okay. More children. Oh, no. A small no. child right appeared. Back. We need to start. Oh, we need to start editing in the Pokemon battle. Uh, yep. Battle start whenever your kids wander in. All right. I'm sure you guys have some other games to talk about. Apparently, I need to. The girls are fighting, apparently. More. Go start. Go talk. Okay. I'm going to do my best because I just ate like two thirds of an ice cream cake, and I'm a little bit nick-sick, too. So, I'm gonna try and keep this as brief as possible. I thought that might happen. Yeah, well, you know, we all make mistakes. I have no regrets, though. Uh, let's see. So, <laughs> let's get into Street <laughs> Fighter 2! Yes! Street Fighter 2. One oh, of the most shit. popular fighting which, games which, of... Wait, which Street Fighter? There's so many of them. That's the thing, though, is that Street Fighter 2 has six different titles isn't that wild and i know four of them, that's what i'm saying which street the fighter the original numero uno we're gonna talk about that one the predecessor yeah the precursor the one that started it all go 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 and okay so uh most popular fighting game more so than the first street fighter and it helped to popularize the fighting genre for gaming it also has an anime movie and also, much of the series feels like it's uh, built around this game, and for most of the series, six different versions of Street Fighter Two, including four versions of them on the Wii. And it's also the first fighting game where characters had a massively varied 
a moveset of over 30 attacks, including grapples and projectiles. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. Very, very cool. I actually played it. It's actually really, really fun. The fact that you get to play as, like, a yogi that breathes uh... fire, a Brazilian fight, uh, dance fighter or whatever it is, that with electric powers for some strange reason that looks like a giant carrot, I guess. Um... So I I uh, I used to play Street Fighter with my brothers. Um, we were not allowed to play Mortal Kombat because Mortal Kombat got all that bad press. Mm-hmm. Insert oh, yeah. Fortuan's plug about how he his uncle worked for Midway and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, so Street Fighter, but Street Fighter was allowed because that's not Mortal Kombat, right? No, not at all. And there's no blood. Yeah. So uh, my brothers. My brothers would absolutely insist that I play Chun-Li because I'm a girl and girls have to play Chun-Li. So I learned how to spam that spinning bird upside down kick. Yep. Spinning a bird kick. Um, so I would kick the shit out of them. But then I wasn't allowed to play Chun-Li because I would do that. So you know who I beat? Who would you be? Ryu? The sumo wrestler. <gasps> Honda! No, the sumo wrestler, because he goes... Bah, 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 bah. I love Honda, yes. Yeah, Honda, because he would just... He just does this. He just do this all day long. The Oh, the yeah, like, the big stomp. His... Yeah, I miss that move. No, <sighs> he just thrusts his fist forward and punches like this. Oh, yeah, the... Yeah, yeah I love yeah, that. I would just do that all day, and they get so pissed at me. Oh. <laughs> and then I said it couldn't be Honda anymore. So then I started playing Street Fighter with them. Well, you could play as uh, Dalsim. I mean, he's got lots of range. He's pretty fun to play as. He's got the fire breath. Well, tell that tell that to four year old me. Oh, and then yeah, if you if you play as Guile, yeah, you could just go Sonic Boom. I mean, granted, like some of the some of the controls are a little bit tricky, but Sonic Boom. Oh, anyways, oh. There was a really interesting fact, actually, about, like, the bad guys, uh, Balrog, M. Bison, and Vega, is that, uh, their names were actually switched around because, um, let me see, uh, because, uh, M. Bison was supposed to be the boxer, and, um, based around the idea of Mike Tyson, but the problem was, is that there was a big scandal that, uh, happened at the time, and they couldn't associate, um, that character with him. Or otherwise, they would lose sales. So they actually switched the names around. So M. Bison being the boxer, Vega being who M. Bison is right now, and Balrog being um, uh, the guy with the claw, they had to switch all the names around. It is really, really funny that they were able to get away with that. And then since then, M. Bison's been the big bad guy. Alrighty. So the next game that we have on our docket, uh, Battletoads. On the NES, this has got to be one of the toughest games that I have ever played cooperatively ever in my life. Mostly because of Friendly Fire. Oh my god. It is so hard. Do not play this game two-player. <laughs> because you may not do damage to I, each other. I, I, know of, I know of Battletoads is legend. It is. It I is... know Battletoads is legend, but I uh, I've never actually played. Oh my god, it is such a difficult game. Oh my god, like it, like it, let me set this uh, picture for you, okay? So like you can wind up and do like a combo of like hits or whatever, and then wind up and then punch uh, like bad guys. But the problem is, 
if you do that and um, your teammate gets caught up in that, they're caught in the animation of getting absolutely pummeled and then sent flying. And they cannot get out of that animation. And then, like, all your other attacks, they will knock your teammate around. They won't do damage, but you're going to have to deal with the flinching animation and getting thrown around all over the place. And the worst part about it is, is if any one of any one of you dies, if ju if it's just any one of them, it doesn't necessarily it doesn't it can't it doesn't have to be both, but just any one of them, anybody dies, it's game over and you have to start over again. It is almost impossible to run through all the different stages in Battletoads and not die, and then have to do everything from the beginning all over again. It is so difficult. But it's really, really fun, especially if you just want to jerk around and just have, just have fun, just screwing with your teammate. It's it's such a good game for that. But hard as balls. Now let's see. Ooh, Sonic the Hedgehog one on the Sega Genesis. I, I was I was hoping you would get to that because I'm currently oh, yeah. on the uh, 1991 video games uh, Wikipedia. Page. Oh yeah. That that game is great. Okay, so so OG Sonic. I mean, I don't feel like we need to actually introduce it. Mm-hmm. No, I mean we know what it is. It's it's the answer to Mario. There you go. To try and you know. Yep. It was Sega's. Sega tried to make a tried to get a a mascot. They yeah. wanted a mascot. They wanted uh they wanted brand loyalty, and it worked. Yep. For a while, and then, then Sega done goofed. Yeah, yeah. They uh, they weren't able to make any more consoles because they were all pretty bad. I think it was what was it? I think it was the Sega. C no, it wasn't the Sega CD. It was the which one was it again? It was the sixteen bit console. Um, was it Genesis? We're talking about Sonic 1, uh, Fort Juan. Mm -hmm. Sonic 1, it's the Gen OG Genesis. OG Sonic. Yeah. 1991. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the Genesis. Yeah. It's a good game. Uh, I've never been a big Sonic fan myself. That's understandable. So, a lot of the later titles are not very um, good. I'm honestly... No, I mean the first three titles were solid gold. Yeah. Um, it's when Sonic, it's when Sonic mo started moving to 3D, and there are yeah much better, much better uh, takes on this than mine. Um, but I do have like some pretty solid fondness for the OG Sonic games because somehow we had a SNES and a Genesis at the same time in the same mm. era. I don't know how that happened because we were poor back then and my parents didn't my parents were not big on electronics. So I don't know I don't know how we managed to it's have a, miracle. Both a, a Genesis and a SNES. I mean I was like five. It could have been how we managed to get a hold of uh it could be how how we managed to get a hold of one which was um pawn shop. <laughs> That's possible. Now you can... That's possible. Could be we bought it at a garage sale. I don't know. But uh, you got me yeah, thinking of, so of uh, Cartman. Oh, I was gonna say you guys got me thinking of Cartman when he tries to start his own religion. And he's like the prayers of the Lord have been answered, and I'm like, oh my god, no, this is exactly like that. Oh wait, did, did some of my audio cut in and out? I, or? Uh, I, you were cutting in and out so hard. 
Oh no. Yeah. That sucks. Just, just disconnect and reconnect. I will do that, and then I will play that joke again when I return. Anyways, uh, on on the OG Sonic, um, I noticed that uh, whenever you killed a robot, a little animal would spring out, and I told my brothers, I told them, oh, Doctor Ro- Doctor Robotnik, because we knew it was Doctor Robotnik because the because the yes. cartoon that was on the TV at the time, Doctor Robotnik is making these little animals pilot his robots. Yes. And I would get Mm -hmm. super anxious if they would go through the level and not pop the robots so the little animals could be free. Yes. Do it for PETA. I would... No. I don't want to get into that, but no. Not for PETA. (laughs) But I would get super anxious. I would get super, super anxious if, like, they passed a robot or passed an enemy without, like, killing it and popping it and freeing the animal inside. Yeah, I could see that. Boy, was was that a train wreck that I had to go into. They were straight up fighting. Oh, no. Oh, no. Physical fighting. Um, Oh, no. So, I have got to BRB, but I have three uh, video game, four video games from 1991 to talk about. All right. Um, mm-hmm. If you guys don't get to them, but I'm sure Fortwan has already picked out at least a few of them. Oh, we two, got more. I only, have, I only have four total. I only have okay, four well, there's two big hitters on my list, so I will BRB. I think I've still got yeah. another four. Oh, wait, no. I only covered well, Street Fighter. BRB. Sonic, Battletoads, yeah, yeah. Battletoads is a good one. I did yes. see that in my search. Uh, so another Advanced Dungeons and Dragons official, um, Eye of the Beholder, and I talked about this <sighs> earlier. Yeah, I remember that. Eye of the Beholder is a great game if no one's played it. Uh, first person, except you could be a party of up to six. Um, very in depth, very much like uh, what a not really like the point and click to adventures, but like a lot of variation in dialogue and that kind of stuff. You can actually gain party members. You can actually pick up the bones of an old dwarf that's been dead for hundreds of years, resurrect him, and he becomes a party member. Whoa! Like crazy stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and this, uh, this actually takes place below the catacombs of Waterdeep. If you're familiar with Forgotten Realms, yeah. Um, and uh, this is the first video game uh, interpretation of a beholder, as well as Xanathar himself, the beholder that lives below Waterdeep. Oh, that is so sick. Um, transition into the sequel, which released the same year. Mm-hmm. Oh, Eye of the Beholder Two: Legend of Dark Moon. I have never beat this one. I have beat the first one. I have never beat this one. There's a there's a point which you get far enough. It's like either I face an army of seven hundred skeletons, and I'm exaggerating, but it is a four like four wide hallway filled with skeletons like filled with skeletons that um, is pretty crazy or just get lost in the towers above 
This one, Legend of Dark Moon, is a, a lot darker than the first one um, because you're actually not in Waterdeep. You're actually in a tower that's held by two goodly clerics who are actually evil cultists. Mm-hmm. Um, the stories in these things are amazing for what they are. And again, as you see, it's SSI that owns them still instead of Wizards. I Oh, yeah. You go ahead first. So y- you're soft making me want to play, at least play or skim through the ye old D&D video games for uh, plots for my uh, D&D game. They're good plots. They're really good. There's some good puzzles in them, too. Um, Legend of Darkman, I think, is the one that has portals to, like, seven different parts of the castle. And you have to... Like, the clue to where the portal goes is, like, a, an object that, like, represents that area of the castle or something like that. It's so it's so weird and so obscure and that kind of... I could be confusing that with the first eye of the beholder. I think I actually think I am because those are the spider tombs. I have yeah. to ask. So, what style of gameplay is it exactly? Is it, like, a text-based game or a... More ice cream. Mmm. Uh, have you played Legend of Grimrock? Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Hi, Mort's sisters or sister-in-law. I forget. Don't worry. It's Megan. That's my sister. My dad's not a creative man. He wanted to keep going with the M's. My mom said no. We're naming the next I, one I Connor. Couldn't, I couldn't remember. Dude, when I was a kid, I, uh... One of my friends, uh, she she was from a Mormon family, and she had 11 brothers and sisters. They all had our names. Yeah. Yeah, so somehow they found 12 names for R. Oh, I That's have a, a, a... Let me pull this up. I have I have done that with a D&D character I'm currently playing who's a rat folk who has... What is it? How many children? And they're all M's. Well, yeah, that's rats. Get over here. Stupid double screen. This Come is on. what it's really? like. Really? So you have the character character screen. Um you can see here. Uh hmm. but you could see the like the enemy up here. They're actually opening up their spell book to cast magic missiles, you can see. And you Ooh. control by clicking these buttons. It's actually a fully mouse driven game. Yeah, that is I absolutely that's that awesome. looks if you told me that was Legend of Grimrock and showed me that screenshot, I would believe you. Yeah, that's the, what Legend of Grimrock is based off of, is Eye of the Beholder. Um, yes. Oh, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it even um, comes with, like, your little stats right me... there. Okay. Oh, I'm assuming that that's the monster yep. that you're fighting I'm right there. I'm opening up a, a new... Oh. Back in the... Back in the golden age of uh, cover art for video picture. games. Now I look dumb. Kobolds. Here's a uh, kobolds and a little bit of hmm. battle where you're clicking on their hands to Hi, do Josh. certain things. How are you? Oh, so yeah, this is actually I the Beholder one, and you're actually this is in the very first couple rooms that you fight a bunch of kobolds. Oh, okay, that's cool. Mm, I like this. More, uh, so not more. Fortwan, while I was gone, did you talk about anything besides this? Nope. Just uh, okay. I have Beholder 1 and 2. Yeah. Okay, um, good. Continue. I have one more game to talk about, and that is Spanky's Quest. You disappoint me. 
<sighs> no one knows what this is, do they? Is Spanky a uh, monkey? I believe I saw an AVGN video about this. Hmm. I, You're a I'm little really monkey. I'm really sure. I'm really sure AVGN has a video about this game, but continue. Um, you're a little monkey. Your point is to kill all the bad guys, get the key, get the keys from the bad guys, and get through the doors. Very much like Bubble Bobble in that sense. Just a very arcade, single screen, kill all the bad guys, move on. Um, this feels like something that would have been on throws NES. a bubble. It was. SNES. It was on SNES is where I played it. Okay. Yeah, 1991 uh, is well into SNES territory. <coughs> I'm sorry, I've got something in my lungs. Hey. Um, you, this little monkey throws up a bubble. It's blue, it's a baseball. If it's yellow, it's a volleyball. If it's green, soccer balls. It's orange, it's basketballs. And if it's red, it's something else. I can't remember. A Basically, you ball. bounce this bubble on your head. You nope. bounce, you different sports balls, and if uh, they get hit with the bubble part, they get knocked out. But you actually have to kill them with the different like sports balls. So you actually have a button sports to press balls. to pop the bubble. The sports balls come out sports and balls. do different effects. Um, I think the soccer balls were the best ones. It's so weird. I know. I I'm laughing at sports balls because I I derogatorily call sports sports ball sometimes yeah i know but, but like there's no other way to describe it because it's like <laughs> baseballs soccer balls volleyballs basketballs and something else i can't remember what the last one is yeah my my uh... son has a set of like little toy nerf sports balls mm -hmm. and at one point i was like steve where are his sports balls and steve like <laughs> laid into me because uh he doesn't want me making fun of, like, athletics in front of the boy. Like, no, I mean, okay, it's easier than saying, where is his soccer ball, where is his baseball, where is his basketball? So right. that's all. Yeah, I know. Um, so, so you actually get to the different ones by bouncing the bubble on your head, and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and it'll stop at red. But you're actually trying to strategically figure out which one, because they all act differently. Like, uh, if I remember correctly, the the soccer balls come out in a line, and they drip out, like, six or seven of them in a line that goes straight down. And I think it was the volleyballs that were my favorite. Or the or basketballs. Maybe the basketballs. Yeah. You have to be more what? careful with your language. You can't say that the balls drip. They just, they, they fall? Stop it, Mark! Stop it! <laughs> they just fall? Stop it! What am I supposed to say? <laughs> they go in an arc. And yes. they fall down. Uh, yes. There you go. Stop it right now. That's the way to be. You gotta um, say it like that. I think it was the volleyballs that were... Morg, it... Morg, stop it. ACDC made this joke in like 1980, okay? So I know. Just stop it. I know. I've just listened to that now. song. Oh, boy. I just want to talk about Spanky's quest. That's all. <laughs> Spanky and his balls. Oh, my God. Um, no, Morg. No. <laughs> No more. Stop it. Let him be innocent, okay? So, there the volleyballs... No only balls! If you hit them... <laughs> if you hit them, they Just actually him. rotate outwards a bunch and actually really useful. And I think the basketballs, actually, if you get them on the top of the screen and pop the bubble, the basketballs will spread out and hit the whole screen. So you can actually clear the whole screen. 
Yes, I know. Popping balls. I got it. All right. All right. Morg. I'm pointing at Morg, not you. <laughs> no, I. Dear listeners, Morg is having a heart attack trying not to make jokes right now. And it is, I get the irony, it is also called Spanky's Quest, okay? I get it, alright? Let him be innocent, let, let Fortuan be innocent, okay? I just, I just You're over 30 years old, monkey. you have kids, who's how just, can you not make ball jokes? Who's just, Do you want to talk about <gasps> Spanky the Monkey? <laughs> oh, shit! Come on, man. Spanky God, the it. Monkey. And Spanky Baby! Sport balls. <laughs> Killing all the fruits. I can't help it. <laughs> fruits! <laughs> yes! Look, look at the screenshot. Those are limes. Those are angry limes. <laughs> all of them are fruits. All of the enemies are fruits. <laughs> Don't say. And also, actually, there's a, crow, there's a crow. But, yeah. No, that's that's Spanky's quest. Thank you, and and good night. I'm just gonna, you know, ignore all of the innuendo from this terrible SNES game that I played a lot. And no oh, beat. I keep laughing. Like, I'm just gonna okay, throw up. Um... <laughs> oh. Ooh. All right, Morg. Yes. All right. Morg. Let's get All into right. a serious uh, game. Fortuan, are you out of 1991 games? I that is it. That was my four. Okay. Duke, Duke Nukem, right. the two eye of the beholders, and Spanky's <sighs> Quest. All right, I will give Morg a chance, and then I will be disappointed in the both of you. All right. Okay, I'm gonna open up this can of worms. Let's go into Alien Breed 1991 on PC, a top-down level exploration game. It is really, really good, okay? It's an exploration shooter. You're only one of its kind to take advantage of this old-school system before gravitating to the first-person shooter <coughs> in numbers two and three. Ooh, very Can you link cool. me? I'm curious. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you a little, you know, a little something. Here, wait. Let me see if I can find it in my history. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, show all history, please. Uh. I am trying to find out what what game that she is alluding to that we are terrible for missing. Boom. Okay. Uh, history. Three. Okay. Show all history. And There's t- Bible adventures. Are you disappointed about that one? <laughs> <laughs> that was deserved. I liked it. There <laughs> we are. Okay. Dear listeners, I just flipped Fort One off. Yep. <laughs> yep, you did. Command C for the control. Boom, boom, into the Discord. Boom, and then we go into plan. Wait, ooh, planning, planning. Okay, good computer. I was gonna say, which channel did you put it Command. in? We have like five hundred channels. Boom. Okay. <gasps> ooh, that raging okay, black continue, looks so good, Aflis. You should be proud of yourself. There you go. And now we're boom, boom. Continue, continue discussing. Anyways. Top-down platform. Yeah, it's kind of... It's not really a platformer. But, okay, so it's a top-down. Zoom around the maze. Pretty much check out all the levels. Gather uh, materials. Here, where, where is it? Pages. Okay, that's the wrong... Fo- that's wrong, too. I had a page with all the info that I needed for it. You know what? Where did it go? Oh, no. I swear to God. It better not be gone. Why? Oh my god. Stupid computer. Oh, there it is. Okay, great. Okay. 
So the idea is that you're playing as like one of the survivors in, in like this complex or whatever it is, and you're trying to work your way out from the bottom, working your way to the top. And so you have to go around. <clears throat> Picture it like Doom, but uh, what happened to my voice? Something feels wrong. Okay. Looking at it, it looks much more like an old, old-ass StarCraft. Yeah, it's kind of like StarCraft, except it's not orthographical view. It's directly up-down. So there is that. And so the idea is that you kind of go around with like a limited amount of, um, of ammo and stuff like that, and you have to figure out how to um, stay away from aliens. And if you absolutely have to... Um, you can use weapons on them and stuff like that, but you only have a fixed amount of ammo, so you have to be really careful with it. Um, then you can also, you have to also deactivate traps. For example, there are firewalls, and then there are, like, these laser doors that make it so that you can only pass through them in one direction, or not at all. And then you have to also go to, like, special conduits that, um, give you, like, a full, either a full layout of the map, or, like, um, they will give you, um, details about, like, all the structures that are on that level that you're on. And stuff like that. And then I believe there's also here. Wait, is it? Where is it? Where? Ah, that's Civ. Okay, that's for the next game that I'm looking at. Uh, door keys. Oh, yeah, you also need door keys in order to be able to lock various zones on the map, even being able to access the elevators. Uh, there are power domes that you have to destroy in order to blow up. Uh, whatever that level happens to be in order to be able to kill all the aliens, and then you have to evacuate it in a certain amount of time. Um, yeah, it's, it's a really, really interesting, hmm. it's kind of like a shooter survival exploration game. It's very, it's hard to describe. You, I, I would recommend playing it because it actually looks like it's really fun and cool. Definitely worth the time. Moving right. on to the next it game. sounds awesome. Moving on to the next game that I have here. Oh yeah, Duke Nukem. Well, Fortune already knows about this one. Uh, the last one that I have is Civilization. Yeah. Where are you going, Mr. Lamp? Don't go away. You redeemed you guys. Okay, so now there's two on my on my list. Yes. Which one did you say? Civ one. Civ. Oh. Made by Microprose. For DOS PC, inspired by the board game itself, as well as Railroad Tycoon and Empire. It is pretty base. Hold up! It was a board game before it was a PC yes. game? Yes, Civilization was a board game. And this game, Civ My husband one, is glaring and nodding at me. It is awesome. My husband... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I have seen Civ 1... I, I've never actually played Civ 1. I have played me some Civ 3, Civ 4, Civ 5, and Civ 6. All good games. Oh, you Wait. know what? You know what happened? This has actually nothing to do with What happened? I didn't look... I didn't look at anything past the first page. My <gasps> husband just threw this at me. I wasn't done with 91. Dear viewers, my husband just threw this at me. There nice. you go. That's the game that it's based off of. There you Actually, go. Actually, it's not. This this is based off of, I think, Civ 4 or Civ 5. Which one, Steve? He shrugged. It's it's based off of probably. Civ 4 or Civ 5. Yeah, probably 5. If, if it's... Because 5 ended up being a little more popular in the end, right? So Yes, I believe so. So, yeah, this is based off Civ... I think Civ 5. But, uh, yeah. 
I did not know it was a board game before it was a video game. I mm-hmm. thought it was the other way around. It's really cool. Moving on. So, yeah, it's it's basically your own, it's basically like every other game. Um except for in this version of it, um mm-hmm. you get to customize what kind of a planet that you live on. So, they're all typically earth-based, but it still allows you to be able to choose like what sort of land masses make up your world, the climate, the temperature. Um and then what happens is uh you can also choose Dude, difficulty. A lot That's of games That's always been the thing. That's a- mm-hmm. That's a lot always... of strategy games do this. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. I would say that has always been a thing for Civ. Yeah. Okay. I will also say that my uh, my GPA in college. Yeah. Uh, I mean, primarily a tank due to Crusader Kings two, but uh, Civ five did not help. No. I can imagine Civ five. Probably I played a lot of Civ five on my laptop and. Yeah, probably cooks that puppy. You could probably fry an egg on that thing. Anyways, where was I? So, yeah, choose difficulty, which helps determine your end score. There's a number of civilizations to compete with, the nationality, so you can have a preset of what technologies you already have access to, and then you begin at 4000 BC and start playing with a single settler and establish a capital, working your way up, etc. So, imagine that, but with, like, the most basic, absolute basic graphics. Like, world... I would say probably, like, Warcraft 2... Level graphics or Warcraft. Yeah, it's yeah, more like Warcraft a, it's more like a text game with some icons than anything. Yeah, yeah, like probably like the Forge first one is Sims groaning. Kind of Forge one is groaning because he's realizing the other 1991 games. Oh, dude. I found one of them, but to be fair, I never played that one, but I know you have because you've recommended it before. Mm-hmm. Continue. Okay, but more to more can continue. Civ, it's civilization. I mean, it's it's ye old strat, it's ye old grand strategy game. Yes, it's a pretty cool. There game. you go. There you go. Build an empire to stand the test of time. Yep, it's exactly that. Not really much else to say. It's kind of getting hot in here, and yep. I ate way too much ice cream. Sid Meier built and an it's empire. All melted. This poor cake has turned. From, like, something that you would see out of the Mushroom so, Kingdom into something that, like, Slimer from Ghostbusters would have sneezed. And I have to finish it. Rip Beatrice. Yeah, or poor Beatrice. Beatrice. Rip Beatrice. Yeah. That poor birthday cake. All right, Nothing all right, left Fortuan, of it. you get... Fortuan, you get one, uh... You get one, uh... Hail Mary while, uh... While Morg puts his cake away. Sim Ant. Yep. Actually, so that was not on my unforgivable list. But I have okay. talked at length about Simant. I did see this. BWB. Simant. Be way back. Eh. I don't want to cover people up. I'll cover myself yeah. up. There you go. Simant. There you go. Yeah, Simant. Uh, it. I'm not actually sure if it's available on GOG. I can. I know for certain you can find it out there on the internet out in the wild blue yonder um uh, if, if you can pay for it i urge you to pay for it but it's not like best, right is best chance always is gog for old games like this um steam is a good second best chance uh, yeah so anyway simant is a game where you are an ant and you are doing your best it's it's a it's a combination of rts 
and adventure and strategy and um, RPG yeah, it, game. It's not on GOG. Just look where you you are basically you are the black ants and you're trying to kill the red ants and also there's humans who randomly mow the lawn and and chop you into little pieces and there's all kinds of gruesome ways you can die. I previously talked about this during our RTS episode, which was over a year, like a year and a half ago at this point. Yeah, it was one of our yeah. very few, one of your earlier episodes. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, Simant is my number one game that needs a remake or a spiritual successor. And uh, someday I'm going to be like 75 years old and they're going to make a spiritual successor to Simant. I'll get to play it and then I will die happy. But uh, Simant was not my on my unforgivable games that came out in 1991 that you forgot list. Yeah, I, you, you got me. I don't know. The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. You know, to be fair, um, never got into that one. I didn't get into Zelda until Ocarina of Time. Neither did I, but then I went back and played it. Actually... Time out. I, yeah, the the first Zelda game that I got into was uh, Ocarina of Time, which is a story that I've recounted at least three times on this podcast. So I'm not going to get back mm-hmm. into it. Uh, but I did go. I did go yep, back and play that A Link list. to the Past. I might have skipped it because it's beside Leisure Suit Larry in the list, so I might have just Lol. skimmed over it. But yeah, yeah. You no, know, that's totally notable. That is a notable game. You're right. That yeah, is. it was. Uh, yeah, it was the, it, I guess it was the, the pre-modern Zelda. The first of the modern Zeldas was Ocarina of Time because, you know, that was the transition to 3D. But A Link to the Past uh, sort of codified a lot of what is Zelda. It um, So A Link to the Past has the transition between two different worlds, which is a trope mm-hmm. that is in most Zelda games nowadays. Right. Breath of Breath of the Wild did not have that, but you do have flashbacks to the previous world. Um, Link to the Past had uh, yeah. lots of different sort of puzzles or enemy puzzles where you have to sort of fight your way through and then do 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 do, and then the next way through opens up. Um, Link to the Past had a bunch of monsters. Yeah. First appearance of many monsters. Uh, so Link to the Past, uh, very very influential. Zoras, on- Octoroks. Yeah. Octoroks are in OG Zelda. Zoras and oh, Octoroks are. are in OG okay. Zelda. Yeah. But yeah, Link to the Past, it's uh, it's very, very influential on modern Zelda. So Link to the Past was on my unforgivable list, and I wish Morg was here for me to give him shit about it. Oh no, I found another one. Neverwinter Nights, the original one. Oh shit, I missed that one. Oh no. Neverwinter Nights is another popular D&D series. Yeah, no, know. yeah. I was going to say, Neverwinter Nights is like the grandpa of modern computer RPGs. D&D, yeah, yeah. Um, if I'm not mistaken, now, it's not the one that Bioware did. Bioware did a remake of this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I, Bio- I know that one. Yeah. That was the, the one that Bioware... I wanted to get into, but my, my mom wasn't into me being on the computer too much. Right. So Bioware ended up building their whole company off of Neverwinter Nights, which was a remake of this original 1991 game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, uh... 
for a little backstory, I had a janky computer. A mm-hmm. really janky computer that I had in my own bedroom. And whatever games that I could get to run off that, I could play. Without my mom yelling at me about playing too much video games. Yeah. Neverwinter Nights wouldn't run on that one. Oh. I tried. Uh, there's several games over the years that I've always wanted. So, like, um, there's a remake of Pool of Radiance that we talked about in 88 that I loved. It was a good, like, isometric um, party-based game that only worked at the computer at my dad's work when I was a kid. So I would go in with dad to work and play it on his work computer. That was fun. I, I saw your eyebrows jump up. What was the other thing you saw on that list? Oh, no, more lemmings. That's another one I missed. Any the lemmings Lemmings. Game. Yeah, yeah, the Lemmings series, I feel like it really, really deserves a revival. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, but uh, It's another other... puzzle game. Yeah. Um, but the other sort of unforgivable thing that you guys forgot or didn't mm-hmm. mention that where I was coughing real hard for SNES. Metroid 2 Return of Samus. I never played it. Oh! So, um... It's a real good Metroid game. Um... There was a there yep, was a remake there it of is. it on the D on the DS. It was on Game Boy. Yeah, That's it was why. on Game Boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. God, the Game Boy had such a good run. It but, did. Oh uh, yeah. Um, they they remade it on the DS and just just play the just play the DS remake. Um, it's the same game except on the screen now. Yeah, except in color. My husband says it's a hundred times better. My husband is a giant Metroid fanboy. <gasps> Metroid! Morg. Yes! Morg. Morg, okay. You missed me chewing Ford one out for forgetting uh, Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past. You can't forget a game like that, man. You forgot it, too. You forgot it, too. Oh, yeah, that is right. 1991 was your year. <laughs> All right. Then, uh, last game I'm going to get into. <laughs> totally ready to slam me for it and it's like you're uh, in the same boat bucko <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so uh, so i have one last oh, game geez. to discuss too funny i have one last uh-huh. game to discuss for 1991 um and then we can move on and wrap up mm-hmm. i've never actually played this game but i have played my, my husband was actually giving me shit over it earlier i was like mm-hmm. but i've played descendants of this game Oh. So I think it counts. Which game? This game, the game is called Princess Maker. Hmm. Which is now the name of a genre. That is very interesting. But, yeah, sure enough. Oh. Holy but Princess cow. Maker, Princess Maker is a game where you're basically uh, raising a princess to be the queen of a kingdom. And every day in her life, you you help her make a decision. And that changes her stats and so on and so forth. And that changes the interaction she has and the the endings you get. It's basically it's it's very, very, very adjacent to the visual novel uh genre, which we have previously talked about on this podcast. Mm-hmm. So yes. Princess Maker. And anyways, I've played I've played several descendants of Princess Maker because they are in the Princess Maker genre. So, Princess Maker was a very notable uh, release in 1991. 
but I've never actually played OG Princess Maker. I'm sure the UI is terrible, Holy and I'm sure that the genre itself... shit. Oh, what? I was going to say, it's probably because it wasn't on anything I would have been able to play. This thing has a lot of ports. Oh, yeah. The NEC PC9801, MSX2, MS-DOS, uh, the FM Towns Marty, PC Engine, Sega Saturn, 3DO, Macintosh, PlayStation, Sharp uh, X68000, oh, Dreamcast, wow. PlayStation 2, it was on Windows, it was on the PSP, and currently on mobile phones. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's extensive. Holy cow. Latest yeah. release, Princess Maker 5, 2007. Yeah. But also, you can just search Princess Maker the genre. Oh. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's pretty telling that there is wow. a genre about this. Um, If... If, uh, listeners, if this genre intrigues you, I have I have a good segue into our next segment. Um, God Save the Queen is a is an excellent example of a widely available and not porny version of this genre that you can get on Steam. Because there are very porny versions of oh. Princess Makers. I will never touch those. Yeah. I would never sully my dear queen, Beatrice. We've come full circle. I say that stone-faced. Stone Trying my best not to laugh. I like it. <laughs> okay, yeah, got me. What'd you do? Stone, 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 and Dairy Queen. Well, I am the one wearing glasses, so there you go. Alright, that's that's why I thought that. Okay. So that wraps up uh, my games from 1988 through 1991. Same here. Yep. I don't have any more. But, um, so real quick to wrap up the night, um, there are a lot of sales going on. Some are sale for both Steam and GOG. Pan, I think you were going to cover some of the Steam ones. Um, I am going to cover some of the GOG ones because, you know, I'm a shill for GOG. And um, I will cover none of them because I wasn't paying attention. Start talking to about that. GOG because I'm furiously Googling stuff right now. Sure. Um, so here's just a quick list, and I'm not going to get into, like, you know, pimping these games out or anything. Just a quick list. Uh, Diablo 1 plus Hellfire is on sale for $8.49. Um, awesome ARPG. Get into it. Uh, I still play it. Grim Dawn, which is another in that genre. I've been trying to get Pan to play this one. Um, the definitive edition that has all the DLC, all of it, twenty-two ten. And I I started a new character today and started playing because I saw it on sale. And I was just like, I just want to play this. Slay of the Spire, which is what Pan is playing right now, twelve forty-nine on GOG. Wow. Um, it is a roguelike card deck building game really cool um fun fact fun fact i bought that on switch uh last week on impulse and uh my husband and i have simultaneously been playing it and just sort of discussing strategies on it it's a fantastic game one of us puts our switch in i've been playing it again too 
Yeah, he puts it, basically, he puts his Switch in airplane mode and plays it, and we can both simultaneously play it. It's fantastic. I love that game. Buy it on every platform you can buy it on. It's great. Uh, plug for Bickering Bucks, um, our episode that we're recording uh, Tuesday, Ghost Runner, because I've said this several times, we had a delay, because uh, I accidentally scheduled my date over the recording session for the Ghost Runner, so I uh, oops delayed Ghost Runner. But Ghost Runner is on sale for $15 on GOG. Heretic and Hexen collection is 5 bucks. Mm. And Heretic and Hexen are the Doom clones uh, in D&D RPG fantasy. Um, After what I'm recording, I have a funny story about Hexen, but I don't want to derail things. Hmm. Uh, it is, um, even though I don't like it, Dragon's Dogma's on sale. I'm not a big Dragon's Dogma fan, but I know other people do. Uh, Empire it's a good Earth, game. Uh, is on sale. Ooh. Uh, Kingdoms of Amalore Re-Reckoning uh, is 30 bucks on sale. Destroy All Humans is $15 on sale. Nice. This is all GOG, by the way. Good old, ga- GOG. Good old games, GOG. Uh, Noita, which is still an early access game that I have, but we reviewed it on SideQuest. Noita is a $14 game. Roguelike, uh, like, old schoolish. Uh, RPG thing, but you are a uh, wizard and you get to build wands, and it's really fun and has a lot of cool effects. And you can catch people on fire with oil and everything. Um, the Curse of Monkey Island remastered stuff is three bucks. Huh. Dusk, which is a great uh, indie shooter, is um, ten bucks. Uh, like Quake, Ooh. five bucks. Into the Breach, an amazing strategy game. Oh, yeah. Eight bucks. Darkest Dungeon, mm. five bucks. Nice. Okay, so what, whatever you could pay, whatever you pay for Into the Breach or Darkest Dungeon. Actually, don't buy Darkest Dungeon on Switch. Never, ever buy it on Switch. Okay. But whatever, yes, whatever you can yeah. play for Into the Breach and or Darkest Dungeon, it's not enough. Yeah. Uh, both of those games have my undying devotion. Darkest Dungeon was the game that I played for three weeks during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want you to understand that. I had six hours a day for three weeks to play Darkest Dungeon, and goddamn, was it good. Yeah. Not waste, not wasted time. Get this. The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, $8. Whoa. That's, that's just a good... That's just a good also, spend of eight bucks. That's a little bit of inside baseball. GOG is CD Projekt Red. They're the same company. So a little inside baseball. Of course, on that of, one. yeah, of course the uh the price is gonna be better on GOG, but yeah. No, the buying the I mean, I could I can spend eight bucks at Starbucks without blinking an eye. Mm-hmm. I will enjoy that latte and croissant for about thirty minutes. Mm. I would enjoy the Witcher three. For much more than 30 minutes. You should play The Witcher 3. I've watched you play The Witcher 3. Oh, oh, that's exactly <laughs> the same, you know? Watching somebody play the game is uh, exactly the same. As Ca- uh, Carrion, which is a great reverse horror game where you play as the monster. It is oh. a Metroidvania where you play as the monster. Um, that's 13 bucks. XCOM 2. No explanation need on that. $10. $10. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blood, the fresh supply. Um, 
that I is. I don't know that game. Blood is uh, an old. It's weird. So we talked about Duke Nukem earlier. There is um, a lot of 3D engine games that came off of the old Duke Nukem. Blood is a famous one of those um, first-person shooters in the okay, 3D ROMs engine. Um, it's very big in the first-person shooter. Sounds um, like a vampire Northgard, game, if anything. Which is one of, like Blood Omen. Northgard, which is... Yes, it's not, though. Northgard! I, Nord- I have seen so much about this game. And, ooh. I have... Per- I've purchased this as a gift for both my brother and his friend to play with me. They both still have not, but this is a, a um, RTS uh, unique take on it with Vikings uh, and a grid-based system. Mm-hmm. It's actually really cool. Um, Northgard is amazing. It's a high recommend for me. Kenshi, Kenshi uh, which <sighs> Pan has played, is $24. Um, Kenshi... Uh... Kenji is a game that I had to uninstall because I was gen- dangerously afraid for both my life and my marriage because of how much I was playing it. <laughs> That's how yeah. good that game is. Uh, Civ, uh, Civ Four, with all all expansions, eight bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dead Cells, which is a game that Morg likes. I love that game. Um, Fifteen dollars. Wow. The Dungeon Siege Collection. All the dungeon sieges, five dollars. Um, like Bioshock remastered, five dollars. Prince of Persia: The Sands of Time, two dollars. Uh, that is going in my cart right now. I did not see that. Uh, Dead Space, five dollars. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. like this is just insane. That is ridiculous. Um, chaos. Uh, Chaos Bane, the Slayer Edition, which is basically everything. Chaos Bane is another Diablo clone uh, set in the Warhammer universe. Not bad. I have played it. Um, mm. I wish I would have waited till it came on GOG. Um, that is $15. Um, a Medieval. Uh, this is a another what they call boomer shooter or retro first-person shooter in the old Doom style. Uh, $11. Mm. Ooh. Titan Quest uh, is on sale, which Ooh. is the precursor to um, uh, Grim Dawn, which is the original uh, developers that moved on and made Grim Dawn. Uh, as well as their expansion, Atlantis is $5. Um, the Bard's Tale, that's an old series. The Bard's Tale Trilogy, that's $4. Mm-hmm. I could go on for days, guys. There is literally I know, 80 I pages. Know. I got two games. I got two games, man. Dude, uh, you keep going. I'm gonna find some more sunless skies. They're never ten. I want to get that. I want to get that. Okay, so I got two games. I got two games. Okay, so earlier I said it was God Save the Queen, which is a good uh, princess maker game. It's actually Long Live the Queen. Hmm. Excuse oh. me for getting that name mixed up. It's called Long Live the Queen. It's on Steam. It's probably on GOG as well, but currently it's on Steam for like four bucks. So if if the idea of basically doing a slice of life RPG as a princess who has recently inherited the crown and is fending off suitors and trying to find her way in the world, if that appeals to you, buy it. Uh, Total Biscuit actually way ass back in the day did a playthrough of it with his wife that's pretty hilarious. That can sort of give you a good idea mm. of what this game is like. Yeah, I have a very fond memory of watching that playthrough with my husband and then we instantly bought the game. Although, 
was my husband back then, and we were much poorer back then. Yeah. Uh, so such as FTL, the of the queen. Three dollars. Yeah, FTL for three bucks. That is the best three dollars you will ever spend in your life. Mm-hmm. If you like roguelikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other game I have to recommend. Um, I'm going to go on a slight tangent here. Mm-hmm. Does anyone remember the Tamagotchi slight clones called Scanners with a Z? I think I do. It was yes. like, it was like yeah, because bar- that was the one you had barcodes. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. and and you could like and you scan barcodes and you like upgrade them or something like that, and then they they had like Bluetooth technology or something. They if any if other people around you also had a scanners with a Z, they would auto fight like Pokemon, and then the best one would win. So imagine that. But more than 20 people play it. Mm. And it's dragons. Oh. oh. Okay. That is awesome. That is Dragon Creek. Mm. Th- that premise is called Dragon Creek. It's on mm. Steam. It may or may not be on GOG. That Fortwan can look into that. Anyways, it is currently $9.74. Um, it, is, it is a little bit stardew valley-ish because you also have a farm that you have to upgrade so you can make your dragon better yeah but it's mostly a pixel game about you basically type in a random seed for a dragon also the random seeds reset every month or two so if somebody types in like falcor and it gets a super badass dragon and then puts it out there on the internet 30 days from now falcor will not spawn you a super badass dragon it'll spawn some other shit Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you type in, you get a random seed, or you type in a phrase, and you get a dragon's egg, and then you raise it, and then you can apparently there's an online community where you can fight them against each other. I don't know. I just like raising the little baby dragon. <laughs> That'd be pretty neat. I can get into that kind of game. So Dragon Creek and Long Live the Queen. Those are my two Steam endorsements. Okay, here's the heaviest endorsement I can give tonight. It is under $10 for both of these. $3 for the first one and $5 for the second one. Everyone has to buy this. It's mandatory. Let's do it. What is it? It is Ultimate Doom and Doom 2 plus Final Doom. Yeah, I know. She rolled her eyes. I got it. I knew that was going to happen. But (laughs) Doom is an amazing game. And for under $10, getting all the original three is amazing. Also... That gives you the wad and gives you all the stuff you need to mod these games and have a lifetime of games. That includes Sunlust and all the other mods that you can do. It's so awesome. But Fortwan. Mm-hmm. Fortwan. Yeah. Can I can I play it on an abacus? Yes. <laughs> Who says you can't play There's Doom a video on an of abacus? Yes, you can. If it has a screen, it'll do it. I know what an abacus is. I know. (laughs) Beads on a stick, baby. You can play Doom on that. For Pete's sake. What can't you play Doom on? You can play it it on one of those stupid little tiger watches. We talked about this last Dude, we talked about this. You can play it on a pregnancy test. I have seen video of it since then. I have seen the video of them playing it on a pregnancy test. Like, listeners, that smacking sound is me slapping my knee. 
We do oh that in the Midwest. Ah, 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 yes, we do. There is, there's so much. There's so much. Oh, you know what? The one thing I that you guys old, haven't announced anyways, on Steam or GOG just, was Lost World Chaos what, what? Island. Obviously, it's one of the best games around. Being able to point and click and. Is it on sale? It doesn't even exist anymore. It's forever gone. Mm. Nowhere to be found. Oh, uh, speaking. Speaking of which, um, as I was talking about the D- the the Dungeons and Dragons games, the mm-hmm. archives collection, which has the original Eye of the Beholders on it, is three bucks right now on GOG. Portrait. Yes. Okay, so my husband just chimed in. Uh, mm-hmm. Listeners will know this because it's on my audio, but not yours. Uh, apparently, people were caught playing Doom on voting machines. Whoa! <laughs> Instead of voting. Whoa! I love it. Awesome. Okay, I know where to go if I want to vote now. Um. Well, I mean, of course, a, of course, a voting machine could play Doom because a fucking pregnancy test can play Doom. Yes. Everything. Oh, wait. No, I can't because <laughs> I'm not a citizen. <gasps> Darn it. I'm going to have to make a not fake ID US. just so that way I can hit up your voting machine so I can play Doom. <gasps> I'm going to have to. Cr- I'm going to have to commit a Dude, felony, ladies and gentlemen. Just. just <laughs> you, you. I want to play Doom on can, a voting I machine. I have a. I will put it I, this way, Morg. You have the complexion to get past most voter suppression laws. Oh, <gasps> true. You're right. Hmm. More. You just got to okay. make enough of a stink about it. That's all. Also, real quick, I'll just. There's so much more I could say, but one last one I got to mention is the both the Turok remasters are on sale as well. So, there you go. Okay. So there's Four Twan's laundry list. That was page uh, nine of 107 pages on the sale. <laughs> there is Long Live the Queen, and there is uh, Dragon Creek. And there are okay. zero games on my end. Because I'm, I'm, hey, I'm not a buyer. I, I'm, I'm more than made up for Morg. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um. So, uh... We, we've kind of been spitballing ideas for next week. Um, we don't have a solid idea. Mm-hmm. We've got some decent ideas, but nothing solid? I don't know. I like Steve's idea. We're, uh, I think we're probably going to go with that. Which We is, talked about that before we recorded. I know. Which is... I was getting ready to explain. But, so we're uh, going to debate between the three of us, because we got to decide, get some homework for Morg and, my, and me and, and Pan... <sighs> What's the timeout? Steve just told me to endorse Yakuza Zero on Steam sale for how much? For five dollars, Yakuza Zero, which is the wackiest, most side questiest game on the face of the goddamn earth. But is it Not three foot God, ninja? So don't even worry about it. I watched him play it during the pandemic last year. Seriously, Yakuza Zero. It's a it's a great it's a great GTA game. That's sort of the antithesis of a GTA game. It's weird, but it's wonderful. <laughs> you can you can race tiny cars in in this uh, in this uh, game about being a hard-edged yakuza thug. 
Oh, man. Okay, sorry. Continue. Continue, Fortuan. Sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but Steve interrupted me. Sorry. Continue. That's all, that's all good. Um, so we're going to figure out ourselves for homework what we feel the best year in gaming was. A little bit more of a sequel to what we talked about today. Uh, the years in gaming of which we were born. Uh, notable games for us. So we're going to try to decide between the three of us what is the best year overall. Oh what if two boy. of us dis- what if two of us come up with independently with the same year? I guess we're just going to have to be a tough arguments. argument for the third person, but I would still let them argue it. Okay. Uh, um this might so be yeah. tricky for me. Best year in video games. Now, yeah, okay. it's going to be tricky. I thought about this. I thought about this a little bit since uh, Steve uh, suggested it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we can count pure console releases. Oh, yeah. So things like The Last of Us. So, so no, 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 or no. Or are you talking about no. like... So I mean like, I mean that the fact that the Game Boy was released in whatever year, which has repercussions oh. for all of mobile gaming. The, the fact Too true. I, I mean video game releases. So the, Yeah, yeah, the, it has the, to cross, span yeah. across like, all platforms. Yeah. Okay. So it's video game releases, it's not uh it's not device releases. Um so the fact that the Switch released in twenty seventeen. Twenty I was about to say that, twenty seventeen. The mm-hmm. Switch released in twenty seventeen doesn't count, but Breath of the Wild counts or Whatever, whatever titles. Yeah. The 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 year of the play the PlayStation release doesn't count, but Crash Bandicoot does. That's what I mean. So you can't yeah. count a console release. It's video game title releases. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which I agree with that assessment of the question. Yes, because a console is nothing without its games. Well, also that, but also I think that arguably the most influential console release would have been the PlayStation because Nintendo basically was steamrolling everybody until Sony came out in the market and that made room for Xbox to be the third and now we have Ford ones frowning at me. No, I'm frowning because my arm really hurts from working out oh. and I'm trying to stretch oh. it. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so, so if like, you see I'm me argue... doing that during the stream, that is me trying to stretch and keep my arm from oh, okay. seizing up. Okay. So I would argue that, you know, the PlayStation's release was like, whatever, like that was the most influential thing to happen to modern gaming. But we're not going to talk about console releases. That's all. Gotcha. I still would disagree with that statement. I'm not a huge PlayStation yeah. fan, but yeah. I would I argue with saying. it due to the repercussions it had. Yeah. We could, that could be a whole separate topic. What is the most influential <laughs> console release? Or system. I would say system because you could say that Windows uh, 7 being a big one. Or Windows XP, I'm sorry. Windows XP being a big one for, for games, that kind of thing. Um, so that could be another topic for another day. Sorry, I am really stretching out my arm because it's... Nope really tight <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be a great that'd be a great topic for another day so i guess uh next week is july 3rd which for us americans is a sacred day is mm-hmm. the day before a sacred day oh um, that's next week okay so yeah yeah next time all three of us are here we'll be doing battle of the year 
But yes. if but if Pan is not here next week, it's just gonna be Morgan and I, and we'll figure something yeah. out. Yeah, so I have some commitments for July 3rd that uh, may or may not conflict with me being able to be on the podcast. So if I'm not here for July 3rd, I will be here for July 10th. Mm -hmm. And that's when we'll do our battle of the best year of gaming. Alrighty. Not, Not super exaggeratory at all. Best year in gaming. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know what we need to do? Uh, we need to we need to do. This is just totally spitballing here because uh, in December we need to do like a, a a stream like watch party of like game awards and like different announcements and stuff. Like eventually, that'd be awesome. Oh, we definitely need to do like, that. Especially for, sure. for Monster Hunter, if there was like a Monster Hunter show at some point that all of us like watch it, like a. Oh yeah, don't you guys got to talk about like Monster Hunter stories? That is coming out July 9th. So, we have 2 weeks until that. You guys could talk about the demo next week if I'm not here. I am staying away from the demo. I am not playing oh. it. Okay. Well, let's uh let's sign off. Yep. All right. So, Thank you guys for listening. Uh, this is 420. You can catch us at Hunter's Hub Pod for all the updates on this show and the other ones we do like uh, of course, this weekly show, and then uh, Bickering Bucks, which again, like I said, the past three weeks we're recording on Tuesday, but things keep happening. Like I keep scheduling dates over it, and people end up not being able to do it. Blah blah blah. Going to talk about Ghost Runner, and then we're going to start doing Hood, which is the multiplayer like Robin Hood um, game, which is going to be a challenge because it's a multiplayer only game. So how do you do that? How do you review that? Um, but uh so all the updates for that uh and then also here at twitch at uh twitch.tv slash hunter sub pod to catch the show live like you are if you are tonight if not then you know look for us on soundcloud spotify itunes and all the other podcast apps uh and yeah thanks for uh listening um morg thanks for coming on tonight anytime Pan, thanks as well. It's always fun. And uh, don't forget to join our Discord and Morg's Discord, who has been cross-pollinating. We had like six people join from mm-hmm. Morg's server. A lot of Whoa, people I knew, neat. like uh, Crown Gamer and, and some people like that that I knew from Twitter. So it was nice to see them come on. Mm-hmm. And then see the story about my dog having an issue yesterday morning. That was <gasps> super gross. Um, so yeah so thanks guys for listening and we'll see you later take care everyone